You're listening to a Countout Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mike McPrady, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, Zach Janelope Batista. Zach, how you oh, doing, my friend? Oh, that was rough. <laughs> I'm doing fine, to be honest. Sorry. It's a bit late right now, but you know. Zach the bad boy Batista. Zach, how you uh, doing? There we go. Better. Better. I'm good. I'm we'll, good. We'll go with that one, or or should or should I go with se- uh, session moth session moth Zach Batista? Oh my god, I'm like the last person that could be a session moth unless I get fucking wasted. Then maybe. What, do you? Are you a? Are you are are you uh what they call a session moth? In, no. In 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 England, I believe it's I believe it's a British or UK slang. Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> I'm the type of guy who uh let me see, let me make sure this is what I think it is. A session moth is somebody who hops I think it's it's somebody who hops from party to party, right? I, yeah, I'm pretty no, sure I, that's the Oh no. No, I'm not. I am a one party guy. If I get wasted I, though I hope I'm not wrong. No, I think you're right. I hope you're right. And if you if I'm completely blasted and you ask me to, probably. But like other than that, I'd be like, eh. Let's, let's just stay at my at the, at the OG party. Did you find it? Yes, I did. Sorry, I, I got distracted. Yeah, it's a, a a term a term used widely in Galloway City among students and twenty somethings to describe a party animal or someone who's always mad for drinking, fighting, and under miscellaneous uh, shenanigans. <laughs> so yeah, just a, a party animal. Just a party animal. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> so if. <laughs> That uh, that's a little bit of a spoiler, I guess, for one of our matches later as to who we're reviewing. We had a couple spoilers in there from yeah, the nicknames. Yeah, just in there. Uh, Zach, why don't why don't we go over uh, the matches we brought to the table this week? Yes. So I picked the majority of the matches this week, and mm-hmm. I brought JD Griffey versus Anthony Andrews at Bayou Independent Wrestling. Nice and. Dark Sheik versus Cal Jack at Nightmare on the Boulevard, presented by Versus Pro Studios. Versus Pro Studios is a promotion I have never heard of up until today. Same. Well, I brought to the table for my one match this week, I brought Penelope Ford and Joey Janela taking on Session Moth Martina and Orange Cassidy in a tag team match from The Old Faithful Beyond Wrestling. At this point, we're going to have to start a religion for just Beyond Beyond Wrestling for how much you depend upon it. I'm so mad. I bought two Beyond Wrestling t-shirts that were both really nice from their store that I really liked. And I, oh, yeah. put, I put one in the wash and it immediately got destroyed. What? 
I'm so sad. Yeah, I threw my. I had a. I have a black one and an orange one, and I threw the black one in the wash, and I took it out of the wash, and the entire graphic on the front was just shredded. Bro, no. I so that was that was a bummer. Oh, dude, that hurt my. That so hurt nice. my feelings. I still have the orange one though. The orange one is still in okay condition. Did that one not get shredded by the fucking wash? Weirdly, no. What? I, I think I, I think I might have an idea why. I think they're two. I think they might have used two different styles of printing for them. And I th- oh. and I think one of them was just more susceptible to being shredded, and the other one was more like printing on the actual fabric instead of putting like a you know like a like a press like you know how there's like designs that you press on the shirts with heat yeah and it like binds them to the fabric mm-hmm. it's like the black one was that but i think the orange one is like the ink is printed directly into the fabric so it doesn't like tear oh do you know what i mean i i yeah. haven't worn the shirt in a while but i'm pretty sure that's what it is uh well, anyway weird well, weird side tangent <laughs> we're here we're here to talk about wrestling not different techniques to make a custom t-shirt uh we are here to talk about phone wrestling matches zach i believe we are starting out with dark chic versus cal jack from versus pro studios yeah so uh turns out this match's uh, title isn't exactly accurate this what? isn't a uh, uh, yeah it's not Dark Sheik versus Cal Jack exactly. It's Calabunga Bishop Calabunga. versus Dark Sheik in Wonderland. Calabunga the... Bishop got me so like when he came out with the flannel <laughs> and the skateboard and the sunglasses, I was oh, like, I'm, I I lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. And they were like, going... it's Calabunga Bishop, and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm sitting there going like, huh? And then it's like Dark Sheik in Wonderland. I'm like, what? And Dark Sheik comes out in a dress. Also, Wonderland dress, and I'm Alice like, what? Dress, yeah. I'm sitting there going, like, what? I'm like, this is not okay. Then I guess we're doing this. Was yeah. it? This is another weird side tangent. Was it Alice from Alice in Wonderland or Alice from the from like that really dark video game remake? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not called Alice. It's not Alice in Madness Returns, is it? Or is that the the other the reboot of Alice in Wonderland? Hold on. Alice I know exactly what you're talking about. Wonderland. I know that video game. Is it, like, is it a horror game or is like it like a? It looks a hack and slash like puzzle game. I know my brother did Ali- not like it. Is it Alice in Nightmareland? Is it that one? It might be. Oh no! I- it is Alice. It is Alice Madness Returns. You were correct. Let's it go. Is, it is the set. It is the set. That's the second game. Uh, and I can't remember. what... I can't see what the first one was. I think the first one was the other thing. Take a picture, folks. That's the only time I'll, you'll ever see me remembering a name <laughs> off the top of my head and it being correct. Fair enough, fair enough. I think the first one is just called Alice. Like, that's it. Mm, okay, fair enough. So, uh... Oh, my God. So, huh, let's talk about the first thing that you'll notice if you listen to this match, which is it's fucking audio. The only audio you can really hear this entire match is the commentary booth. And they were fine. Yeah, it was like whatever. It wasn't like Fine. exciting. It wasn't like exciting commentary. Yeah. It was like it did its job, and that's about as much as I could say about it. Mm-hmm. And it, I won't lie, it hurt. It hurts this match because I get this because the whole time Sheik and Calabunga are talking in this match, and I'm sitting there going like, "Man, I'd love to hear their banter or their character work, but I can't hear them at all." 
Yeah, I would love I would love to hear their banter because there was a lot of points in this match where it felt like the banter was like kind of relevant to what they were doing in the ring. And yep. you could see you could see their mouths moving and you could see that they were saying stuff to each other. We just couldn't hear it at all. Yeah, you had to like read lips. Which is so contest. weird because the 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 uh, where they were fighting, the, the room they were having the match in it was very small. So it's weird that there was no audio picked up from them even a little bit it feels like it got cut out after the fact which is even weirder to me yeah it's just odd and this is <laughs> see yeah that's what you get if you want to watch this match o- odd audio but um so let's start let's actually get into the match itself because there is some wrestling here on the show yes that that is what we are here to to discuss <laughs> so Sheik starts off with a side headlock on i'm gonna call uh, Calabunga, just Jack for Cal Jack, just to make it easier. Because if I had to say Calabunga as much as I have written down in my notes here, I'd probably mess his name, name up. His name actually isn't Calabunga. I feel like it was a like a Halloween special or something. I had a feeling too, but I didn't want to like assume a Halloween special thing. It was some weird event. Anyhow, so uh, <laughs> Jack tries to escape this side headlock not once, not twice, but three times. And yep. on the third attempt, he's finally like, "All right, I've had about enough of this," and he just picks up Sheik and places her on the top rope and just is like, cool your jets, bro. <laughs> I I think that's such an underrated move that heels do when they're like, when like the, the small underdog face is like getting like, you know, is like uh, getting excited and like trying to do a bunch of moves but failing and they just pick mm-hmm. them up, put them in timeout on the turnbuckle and are like, you think about what you did and then you come <laughs> back to this match. <laughs> like it's it's so it just feels like a like a dad just like punishing their kid. You know, it's like hey, hey, yeah, stop. And you're just like like oh, this motherfucker <laughs> just did the. <laughs> so and I, obviously, as I just said, this pisses as I uh, indicated, this pisses Sheik off. Yeah, I bet. And uh, <laughs> she tries to shove him, barely moves him. <laughs> so. <laughs> He shoves her back, sends her flying back into the corner that he put her on top of. And she's even more mad at him now. And he looks sorry about this. Like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I, I really didn't mean to make you that mad. Because he's Cal- cause he's Calabunga. He's all about the chill vibes and surfing. Yeah. He's even he's so chill that he's like, oh, here, handshake, bro. And it looks like she's going to accept this handshake. But in reality, she goes like, I'm going to arm drag you. And he... Just blocks it with his strength. Like, just like, nah, bro. I like just, how he does, he's not like, he's not like aggressive about blocking it. He's just exasperated. He's just like, like, clearly this isn't working. Can we try something else? Like, yeah, but she's like, nah, it's going to work. I swear. And she tries it, I think two other times. And it just, same result every time. Uh-oh. So finally she's like, okay, I got this. She lets go. You goes to the floor, uses her legs, locks up one of his legs, tries to like attack him and knock him to the floor. It miserably fails. He, he just does, he does not budge, does not move a singular inch. So she gets up. She's like, "Fine, if grappling won't hurt you, striking you has to." So she chops him in the chest straight up, and it hurts her more than him. <laughs> As she's screaming in pain with her hand, she's like, "I'm a forearm you instead," and the same exact result happens. <laughs> She's just like, what the fuck? Why am I more hurt than you? (laughs) Sheik is like, are you made of metal? Stop. (laughs) Like, Dark Dark Sheik cannot get anything in it. As she's getting up and she's like, what the fuck are you made of? He hits a single chop. Like, one singular chop back to her. And it... (laughs) 
knocks her down, causes her to roll to the outside. And she's, like, holding her hand. Like, just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a, a monstrous chop. <laughs> and then we get probably the funniest spot of this whole match for me because of the camera work here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> so Sheik's on one side of the ring. She's holding her arm. She gets up. Like She turns around and like just smoothly from out of frame, Cal comes riding in on his skateboard just <laughs> totally nonchalantly and just decks her with a clothesline keeps riding his skateboard. Oh my god, it was, it was like out of all the... I agree with you. Out of all the spots in this match, this one was just a masterpiece just because the camera work was flawless just like the steady shot that was zoomed in enough to where he came in from off frame skating and then clotheslined her and then left frame still skating was just so fucking funny like in one <laughs> just just completely from out of nowhere it's just like i'm here now bam goodbye bam. goodbye skateboards <laughs> skateboards so after this absolute devastation of this Skateboard clothesline. He gorilla presses Sheik and tosses them over the top rope into the ring. Very <laughs> when, when's, Dar- when's Darby Allen adding that to his repertoire? I I was so close to making a Darby Allen joke. I was like, nah, I, won't, I, won't, I can't take the joke. <laughs> so, throws Sheik over the ropes into the ring. Sheik goes to recover into the corner. Uh, Cal's like, oh, I see you there. All right, let me go over to you. I'm gonna, let me give you a hug. I feel bad now. <laughs> but let me give you a hug. And she double boots him in the chest and tries to dive and crossbody him from the, I believe, second rope, but it might have been the top rope. But Cal, I mean, you've seen the motif of this match. He catches her. Yep. Tries to lift her up into a fireman's carry. She slips behind his back, drop kicks him in the back, which knocks him into the ropes. And then she 619s him in the face. Yeah. Finally, and finally, a little bit of momentum from she. Finally, she's chopped this giant man down and actually knocked him around. She goes to the top rope. Hits Cal with a single leg drop kick. And as Mike and I were just praising this, it hits him. And, like, the best way I can describe it is Sheik just kind of bounces off of him and falls to the ground. It looked like she drop kicked a brick wall. I wrote down in my notes here, Mike, you'll appreciate this. Dark Sheik did single leg drop kick. It wasn't very effective. <laughs> it's not very effective. So she's laying there, crumpled on the floor. And Cal's like, all right, well, I guess I'll do something. He grabs both her legs and just swings her round and round in the ring multiple times. Till he it's finally, super effective. Super effective. Let's her go. Dizzyingly stumbles around the ring as Sheik's reeling on the floor. Can't tell where she is at this point. He uh, goes to pick Sheik up. Eats a super kick to the face, actually, that stuns him. Valiantly, yeah. she actually lifts him up in a fireman's carry. I was actually surprised she got him up, and they didn't do the bit where she couldn't actually lift him up. And uh, yeah, I mean, she, it, 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 I would say it doesn't go anywhere, but it yeah, was still like cool. Yeah, she can't keep him up though, and she's got to let him go. And seeing this, Cal's like, "Oh, I feel bad." So he's because he's nice and a chill bro. He starts to a clap for Sheik, like a round of applause. <laughs> I feel like that'll just make her angrier. You, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, thanks. Oh, thank you so much. And as she's, like, going to shake it, like, you know, bask in the applause, she sucker, like, palm strikes him in the throat. (laughs) She's not. (laughs) Sheik was done with his shit halfway through this match. Oh, honestly, I feel like the skateboarding bit was probably where she was like, all right, I'm about fucking done with you. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. 
makes sense. Mm-hmm. She does this She's twice like, Stop more. Stop styling on me. Yeah, she does this twice more to him. And after she does this a third time, she hits him with a, a tilt whirl head scissors takedown, followed up by a tornado DDT. But it's not enough to beat this Brosif. So she goes to the outside and grabs his skateboard. Now, <laughs> if any of you can tell based on how commentary sold this and how Jack sold it, fucking up his skateboard is like a war crime to him. <laughs> yeah, but what I didn't understand is when she put it down, it was the, it was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and then she like stomped on it like to snap it in half, but it was upside down. Mm-hmm. So like it was flat to the rings. I was like, "There's no way it's breaking like that." Probably that was on purpose. I would imagine she didn't want to break a longboard. Probably not. I, See, long longboards are actually fucking expensive. Oh, are they really? Yeah, I, I try. I, I well, there was a point in college where I was like, "I'm gonna get a longboard." My campus, is, my campus is small enough. I can longboard basically the anywhere I need. Uh, there was a point where I was gonna get a longboard. One of the the, the a good longboard that was like. Not a good longboard, but like an okay longboard was like 150 bucks. Damn, what the like fuck? They're, yeah, they're not cheap, man. Like if you want like a, like if you want like a decent quality one, it's if you want a decent quality one, it's even expensive. But I know good ones are even more. So, mm. yeah, I, I I am not a skateboarder, so I did not realize that that was that that would have no effect. Even though granted, it looked like it. I didn't realize uh that little bit about skateboarding. Yeah, like like you can get like a crappy one from Walmart for like thirty bucks, but like if you want like a decent one, it's gonna be like one fifty mm-hmm. to like two hundred dollars. Some like and good ones go to like good ones go to like four fifty to five hundred. Damn! If you want like a high quality one, fucking hell! Yeah, fucking man. longboards, man. So, <laughs> so she mercilessly stomps and or kicks and elbow drops this poor defenseless skateboard, and it actually pisses Cal off. Like this whole match, he's been like. I'm so sorry for hurting you. Can't we just, like, you know, relax and just have a good time? And this time he's like, you fucking what? <laughs> what? So, uh, he tried... She tries to hit Cal with it then. He ducks her, boots her in the gut. Now pissed, he manhandles Sheik with a trio of gut wrench power slams. Which was absolutely brutal. Yeah. Don't put Sheik away, but goddamn, did this, like, did he flip a switch? And at this point, he takes off his flannel. Kind of like he's pulling off the kids. He's like, oh, you fucked up now. I'm taking my flannel off now. It's like, it's like when, uh, who, who like, where they were, whoever, like, if they're wearing a, if somebody's wearing a singlet, they, like, take the, the straps down. Mm-hmm. It's like that level of, like, I'm getting, I'm getting real now. Yeah, he even pulled on his knee pad, I think, which he didn't even do anything with, but he did it anyway. I just found it funny. I was like, this guy's like, I'm taking everything off. You fucked up now. Yeah. Goes for the gut wrench again, but this time Sheik actually flips around and lands on her feet. Does the... <laughs> Out of Mortal Kombat, Sheik does the Johnny Cage split and nut, nut punch. <laughs> right in the dick. Awesome. Ref sold this really well. Cal sold it really well. She rolls him up with a small package. Picks up the win. <laughs> Smash big big win for Sheik in a very fun fashion. Yeah, very, uh, not at all what I was expecting when I picked this match. I agree. Like, usually Dark Sheik matches, I expect, like, a very technical style matchup with a lot of grappling, a lot of submission holds, a lot of transitions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
a lot of reversals and counters and like uh I'm you're I'm in your submission hold. Now you're in my submission hold and just back and forth like that. Yeah. Uh but this was like a more comedy style match, which uh I wasn't expecting, which is hence why I picked the match we're getting to later. Yeah. Uh but I think all in all, still entertaining, still pretty solid, and I still enjoyed it. Oh, master of the Ma- oh, fuck, I say. Mikey, the master of the comedy match. What would you I, give this? I wouldn't say a master of comedy match. I like comedy matches. <laughs> like, do I do I do I like Orange Cassidy? Yes. Do I like Gene Money? Yes. Do I like Suge D? Obviously. Do like name uh, other comedy wrestlers? Uh, R- Rishi Ghosh, right? Uh, yeah, Rishi Ghosh from Riptide. Uh, some good. So there's just comedy wrestling is fun. The anti fun police are a blast. Anti fun police. Danhausen. Danhausen. Yeah, Danhausen's a a comedy wrestler at heart. Effie right? like, when he wants F- to be. Effie, I would say less so now. Now less so yes, but when it, but there there are oh god there are so many Effie matches out there where you find him Danhausen like Dan the dad and Warhorse in a match and it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I think this match was fun, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I agree. I, <laughs> I'm going to give this match a meh for me. I'm fun with match. you. I'm with you there. I'm not like, I'm, I like, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like blown away by it or like, it, it didn't like yeah. rock rock my world per se. It was just like, yeah, that was cool. Anyway, like, I, mm-hmm. like I, yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, after being on the show so long, I've seen like the higher, like the higher tier, I guess you could say, of comedy matches for me. Yeah. So my bar has been raised a bit. That I was like, that was fun. I'm like the skateboarding spot was the best spot. Yeah, but, uh, that was I, just that was just great, mm-hmm. great this, a great camera shot. I will be real though. I think this match might have gotten a high mid out of me if I could have actually heard what Jack and Sheik were saying in the match. Yeah, because like very funny. Yeah, whatever they were saying to each other could have definitely sold the match more if they just let the wrestlers, I don't know, talk, which they were. Which I just wanted to know. I, I wanted because it didn't. The the weird thing about it all is that it didn't sound like it didn't sound like there wasn't audio in that room. It sounded like it definitely got cut out. Yeah, like they had you know two what I mean? layers. Like, it wasn't. Like, we don't lo- need to hear it, this one. Yeah, like it wasn't lowered. It wasn't like. It was it was like there was there was just nothing, which is mm-hmm. weird. Because even if even if it's just commentary mics or stuff like that, you would still hear like them slamming on the ring. You would hear them yelling at each other, you know. But there was just nothing else except commentary, and that was it. There was yeah. no crowd noise. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. It was so eerie. Yeah, very like, it, weird. Yeah, it was Super very feeling. it was very odd. Yeah. Well. <laughs> If you thought we were done with audio issues for our next match, oh boy, that's the anyway, thing this week. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the next match, we got JD Griffey taking on Anthony Andrews from Bayou Independent Wrestling. I uh, have never turned on audio so hard in this match. Because this match starts out with someone on the camera's audio, and it sounds fucking great. I can hear the music, I can hear the crowds, I can like everything's audible, right? All the experience entrances are done. And then the moment the match starts, it goes from awesome audio to I can only hear the commentators pretty much, and it's in one fucking ear. Oh, you had headphones on during this? I I refuse to take my headphones off, even though I guarantee if you do watch this match without them, you probably wouldn't do this. But it was one 
one ear audio. So I was I like... I will say, without headphones, it sounded much better because it didn't do the one-ear thing, obviously, because yeah. I didn't have headphones on. But it, it it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I hate... There's nothing more in this world that I hate than when audio is only in one ear uh, mm-hmm. when, it, when it could have easily been fixed not to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Yeah. Did you hear the audio fine with, the, like, the match slamming and all that for this match fine? Uh, not as much as I would have liked to. Okay, because I was sitting there and I'm like, maybe it bled ink. All I remember when I, what I remembered, first thing I remember when we started this is I was like, both these matches audio annoyed me. There was but a this... couple of, I mean, this match had a couple of chops that sounded really good. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Yeah, and the reason I, I like... <sighs> The, the reason I think this annoyed me so much is because I was given the, like, I was shown that they had the potential to give me good audio, and then they just snatched it away from me for the rest of the match. Yeah. Um, and I was like, why? So, <sighs> if you don't if you don't know these two these two wrestlers, J.D. Griffey and Anthony Andrews, J.D. Griffey has, like, a very, like, UFC fighter kind of gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, like, heavy martial arts, you know, a lot of knee strikes, a lot of uh, submission holds. He has, like, the, the UFC shorts, you know, yeah. like the... The Brock Lesnar shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he looks like he just stepped out of the octagon. Yeah. Uh, and Anthony Andrews is a large, <laughs> large lad uh, with a big bushy beard and is a little on the chunkier side, which is nothing wrong yep. with that. But, you know, that's that's the dynamic we're going for here. We yeah. Got here. Uh, crowd fucking hated Griffey and loved Andrews. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were absolutely on Andrews' side here. So we... Automatically get we automatically know the face and the heel, which is a good start for a match for yeah. some, for for some match, especially in like uh indie indie scenes that are like a little more unknown. I feel like it's good to do just like really quick right off the bat establish the heel and the face. Yeah, like I, I will say some feuds don't need it. I I I enjoy a feud where there's some ambiguity in there, but. I think for this match, it worked that there was a hard heel and a hard face, and that was yes, right. Like it was a line, and it was there was a line drawn, and it was clear. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the match, shall we? Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, these two lock up as you do, and uh, Griffey is forced into the corner by Andrews because, as Mikey said, while <laughs> while Griffey is a UFC fighter, uh, Andrews is a large lad. Andrews so is a he, very large lad. Or a larger lad than him. So he uses his, out, his size advantage to push him into the corner. And when they separate, he locks Griffey in a side headlock. And though Griffey Irish whips him off of him, he's knocked to the ground by a shoulder tackle. Like, Griffey is... <laughs> size trumps your technicality, uh, UFC man. UFC. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why just you calling... You calling JD Griffey UFC man really got me. <laughs> I'm glad. I was going for the meme of, uh, that's a funny words, Magic Man. <laughs> I like your funny words, Magic Man. Magic Man. <laughs> so, Griffey goes to the outside to recuperate and stall, as a dickhead heel does. And, uh, he's out of the ring, he's out of the ring. Andrews, Andrews gets out of the ring, and as he gets out, Griffey gets back into the ring. And Andrews like, seems like you're a chicken! And the crowd, of course, eats this Ooh, up. He oh, call- shit. <laughs> It's it's that thing that you never call Marty McFly. Don't call me chicken. What a great, what is still a great movie. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Andrew's like, fine, I'll go in and get you then. He gets into the ring, gets, <laughs> gets bum-rushed by Griffey. 
Like, Griffey beats the shit out of him, several blows to his back. Andrews Irish whips him then, and Griffey tries to counter the crossbody, but Andrews catches him. And now that he's got Griffey caught in his hands, Andrews slams his ribs into his knee and then tosses him across the ring with a fallaway slam. Uh, mm-hmm. As a result, Andrews is <laughs> able to throw Griffey to the outside after this, and he beats him down with closed fists to the head and heavy stro- chops to the chest. These are the chops I assume that Mikey was talking about because these are some nice chops. But eventually, yeah, some, uh, some, some, some yeah, so the the comeback chops from Andrews to just like out of just like out of nowhere, and you just like hit that. There was that that first one that he hit. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'll admit, I'll admit, I I have so I have ADHD, so it's hard for me to pay attention to wrestling sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you know, sometimes I'll be like watching a match, and I'll be like scrolling on my phone, taking like looking up, like like you know when you like when you're pretty sure like what's about to happen, like when their heel is beating up the face, it's kind of like yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're gonna fuck around for a while, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought we were in that kind of phase, so I kind of like looked down to check my phone for a second, and then I heard that chop, and I was like, oh, it like snapped me <laughs> back into the match, and I was like, oh, shit's getting real, <laughs> mm-hmm. snap back to reality. Yeah, that that chop like brought me back in. I was like, "Ooh, that was that was loud and I that was loud and it was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crisp." So, An- Andrews beats the shit out of Griffey for a while out here and eventually Griffey makes his comeback by slamming Andrews face first into the ring post, then hits several heavy knee strikes into him before he rolling before rolling him back into the ring. As I, as Mikey said, UFC man likes heavy knee strikes. Oh yeah. Here, Andrews tries to fight back against Griffey, but every time he starts to get some momentum, Griffey takes him back to the mat with a well-aimed strike to him. Just, like, it's very precise. Like, just, like, a single kick to the head, a punch to the ribs, just knocks him down again. He's not at this point wanting to slow the pace down, so he locks Andrews in a sleeper hold, and when Andrews starts to get out of it, he is rammed into the corner, and... <laughs> oh, here it is. Um, Andrews is rammed into the corner and high-kneed in the face. And this is immediately followed up by Griffey with a DDT that spikes Andrews into the mat. At this point, this is where the commentators said that was a shining wizard. And the other guy's like, that's wrong. And I was very confused by this. So I was like, it's a running knee strike, but it's kind of like a shining wizard, right? It was basically a shining wizard. And it's this point where I'd like to bring up the thing Mike and I were talking about was that the commentary for this match was not good. It it just felt it felt weird to me that they would just like that what that they're just he he kind of he called it a shining wizard, which is like fair because it was like that running knee in the corner that CM Punk did in like when he was in WWE all the time. You know the CM the, the knee into the bulldog. Yeah, it's the it was that it was that rising knee, and for like a long time, I I personally knew that move as a shining wizard. And on the WWE games, if you picked one of the shining wizard options, you can get that knee strike. So like I get where this announcer was coming from. But the fact that the other announcer just went out of the way completely to bury him was like, all right, dude. Like, yeah. What was that? Like, you didn't, need to, the, you didn't need to do that. And then the third guy's like, well, I mean, it's a variation of it. And I was like, yeah, it is. But, like, commentary of this match, like, I felt like they got, like, just lost in the sauce with this match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I felt like, like there were points where, like, I just feel like I just think they were being like, what are you all talking about while this is happening right now? <laughs> What and are, like, what, what, yeah, what are you guys? What are you guys uh, on about? What are you guys on about right now? I don't know. Yeah, like it's. I, I'm all for commentary bantering, like like anything. I'm, I'm gonna do AEW because I fucking love AEW. Excalibur and, and Taz do a really good job. This on Dark where they'll have banter, but they don't let it like completely. 
they they do get carried away sometimes, but they don't get let it completely like, just take up a spot. I, I will say when when they get carried away though, it's like kind of funny. Some like because they're not they're just like yeah. At least it's, it's an entertaining it's thing play, they're laughing at. Exactly, it's like playful. It's like they're friends. They're just messing with each other. But these guys didn't feel like they had that chemistry at all. It just felt like there were three guys who were like scheduled for commentary that night, and they looked like met each other for the first time that day, and were like, "All right, we're all doing commentary together. Uh, let's do it." Yeah, it it just felt off. That's all. That's that's the best I can describe it. Like it just, I just did not feel it from them. So after this DDT, uh, it's at this point in the match that Griffey starts to get frustrated that he hasn't won yet. He's pissed off that this big. Dude still is fighting back despite the fact that he's pummeled him. So he's like, all right, fuck it. We're going to do, we're just going to keep it up then. So he follows Andrews into a corner, pummels him with kicks to the chest, clubbing blows to the back. The rep eventually is like, all right, fucking fuck off. Stop. Give him time to breathe. You can't just do that. And when Griffey turns around, he sees that Andrews is, of course, rolled to the outside because he hasn't gotten any chance to breathe at this point. So he falls after him, and it seems like Andrews is going to make his comeback here because he slams Griffey backwards into the apron. Mm-hmm. But shortly after this, Griffey shoves him facewards into the ring post. <laughs> comeback denied, evidently. So at this point, Griffey... Oh, this, this part was kind of cute, though. Because he gets... Uh, Andrews gets slammed into the ring post, and then, mm-hmm. like, like J.D. Griffey gets back in the ring, and he's like, come on, bud. Come on, come back in. And then, like, some random little kid just helps Andrews up. <laughs> like, oh, it was he's adorable. like, come on, get back in there, buddy. You got this. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that, that was correctly, cute. I think this fan, Andrews, threw a, sh- a shirt at the kid. It's like a, it's like a, <laughs> hey, he, he, he didn't kid. throw his shirt. He didn't throw the shirt at the kid. He threw it to the kid. To he the wasn't kid, like, yeah. he, he wasn't like, he wasn't like, <laughs> He wasn't like, fuck you, kid. <laughs> just threw his shirt at him. T-shirt cannon just <laughs> cannon shot the T-shirt in his face. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks to the assistant of a fan, Andrews beats the count. And Holy Griffey's crap, like... could you imagine if that was somebody's gimmick where they just came every time they came to the ring to just a T-shirt cannon and they would just, like, fire it into, like, the front rows instead of, like, the deep... <laughs> instead of, like, the upper deck and, like, the nosebleeds. They're just like, all right, who's getting this smoke? Boof! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't give you the splash protective jackets. They give you the uh, what's the word? The ballistic shield to block it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the it's like the the COVID shields that the thunder. Oh fuck! Yeah. It's like the it's like the COVID shields the Thunderdome had, except yeah. they're just like they're just like ballistic glass. So they can just that's shoot. what I'm looking for. Ballistic glass. <laughs> just shoot t-shirts at it, and just like doof. Uh, anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? After talking about weaponized t-shirt canning, cannoning, uh. So Andrews rolls back into the ring after the kid helps him up. and uh, So he gets to the ring. Griffey starts to pie face him in the face because, of course, all heels feel the need to just be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. And it's at this point that it's kind of like, a, uh, you've done it now, and now he's going to start his comeback, right? And what does he do, Mikey? Starts his comeback. Mm-hmm. So after getting Sur- pie faced several times. Surprising literally no one. Yeah, the two go for blow for blow here, and Andrews counters an Irish whip from Griffey with a ripcord Uranagi. He's finally back in control, baby. So he starts to get the ball rolling by slamming Griffey's face into his knee, hitting a high, a running high knee that knocks him down, forces him back to the corner from this. And even though from here Griffey is able to boot him in the face, Andrews still responds by getting him up in a fireman's carry and drops with an Ushiguroshi even at this point. But he doesn't get him the win. So he's like, all right. 
let's try it again. And he hoists Griffey up onto his shoulder in a fireman's carry, and Griffey <laughs> almost gets him in a sleeper hold here. Mm-hmm. But Andrews at this point is like, I've learned your tricks, UFC man, and he shoves him back first into the corner. He then rams Griffey in the cor- into the corner once more. I think I think he's like shoulder char- he's like shouldering him in the gut here too, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. So he does it once, and he's like, "All right, do it a third time then." But on the third ram, Griffey st- sidesteps him, throws him face first into the turnbuckle, and it gives him just enough time to tie his and Andrew's leg together. He then rolls forward, takes him to the ground, locks in a sleeper hold, and Andrews quickly taps out. Yes. Which was, su- which was surprising. It ended kind of out of nowhere. I wasn't really ready for the ending. Yeah, I mean, it made sense to me a bit, but, like, yeah, it was... I guess that sleeper hold is just really more effective than I had given it credit for. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I, UFC guy, right? Like, that was Yeah, UFC whole... guy. You use a sleep... It's, like, a, it's obligatory. You have a, a... What's the word? A rear naked choke that you body scissors to the floor. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes <laughs> you're like Shayna Baszler or Samoa Joe, and it's your finisher. Mm. I just didn't know that. Oh, I just remember something. What did you think about the camera work for this match? It was fine. It didn't. That finishing spot was bad. Yeah, that was the camera. It was one camera, I think, too, for this. Like there were actually there was a wide camera, I think, and a one where it was handheld, and the handheld one. There were times this guy was running around the ring trying to. This person was running around the ring trying their damnedest to get a good angle, and I was like, "Oh, that's rough. That did not look good." Yeah, and mm. they and they completely missed the finish of the match. Like, yeah, like the guy, like Andrews was tapping out, but like they were on like there. I think they were like in the center, more towards the back of Griffey, so you couldn't see Andrews use his left hand to tap out. And they yeah, ran was... around the other side, and it was like, oh, you WWE did. Yeah, it just felt like all of a sudden the bell rang, and it was like, wait, what? <laughs> mm. Uh, again, this match was fine. I mean, nothing really stood out to me. Though the, I mean, like, it was nice to have, like, a crowd really into a match. But, like, again, the audio bugged me, and the camera work at points was kind of, eh, So I give this match a meh. Yeah, me too. That sounds about right. It was, like, completely okay. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be against watching a match from any of the four people that we've seen so far again in another setting, maybe with a different opponent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm. I'm. I'm honestly about with the. I'm not gonna lie. With this match, I was kind of, I was between like meh and miss out because it just felt like, it just felt like such a by the books, like I guess not. Really, I I felt like a such a by the books wrestling match. You know, mm-hmm. like there was like no exciting spots. Like everything happened basically how you expected, except for maybe the end where I guess they just kind of pulled the swerve with Jay, with Griffey Griffey winning. I was a hundred percent. I was a hundred percent expecting Andrews to win this match because mm-hmm. if it just felt like one of those like high you know like high school gym wrestling shows where it's like the face always pulls through and there's no mm-hmm. storylines or anything. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. But I... uh, Griffey winning was cool. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it just felt such like such a basic wrestling match, I guess. Mm. And it and guess... it kind of it kind of fell a little flat. That's fair. Uh, I think for me, it's more so like uh, I I've watched, <laughs> I've seen good wrestlers have bad wrestling matches or whatever matches. So I'm kind of like in the mind of like, okay, I'll give you a second shot. I'll give you yeah. another chance to see if you have like a good match. Maybe yeah, I guess. One. So after those two odd. <laughs> Audio plagued issues. Let's get to the match that did not have any audio issues and was a 
also a great time. Yes. Let's do that. Session Moth in... Martina. Oh, sorry. Now oh, you go. I was like, let's get into Session Moth Martina and Orange Cassidy taking on the team of Joey Janela and Penelope Ford from Beyond Wrestling. Mm-hmm. This match was comedy. It, it was entirely comedy. It's a total it, comedy it, match, and I love it. Yeah, it's it's Orange Cassidy and Session Moth Martina on a team. How could it not be, right? Like, it, it, it was, like, literally from the title, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you know what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. Like, right off the bat, introductions, flawless. Orange Cassidy, ways, doesn't matter, from wherever. Wherever. Session Marth Martina has viola- violates all of Facebook's terms and services. Is in your DMs. Like I was like, I love this. I my love f- everything about this. My favorite part was she was like, she got banned, then unbanned, and then rebanned. In Canada, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. It was like some country. She was like, she got banned, unbanned, and then rebanned. And I was like, I that's literally funny. I had never seen this woman in my life, and I was like, I am all for this character already. It was. It was great too because if you looked if you looked at Janella and Ford they were kind of they were they were like okay yeah this is hilarious like they, they were listening yeah. to the intro and laughing in the background as well even though they're supposed to be like the heels in this match they were just yeah. like yeah like you, you can't hide how how fun it is everyone in this match had the same attitude which was fuck it we're gonna have some fun in this match well, there's, yeah, there's also, no seriousness in this match also session uh, uh Martina came out in a onesie which was kind of funny like a cheetah print onesie. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, at the start of this match, uh, Cassidy like ha- like helps her get it off. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I... he just holds the pant leg, and Martina just like squirms around, just like sliding mm-hmm. herself out of it to get into her wrestling gear. <laughs> yeah. I loved how uh, Martina and Cassidy did the uh, the pose Joey Janelle and Ford did, which is if you see ever seen Penelope Ford wrestle, it's her split, and then like Joey gets behind and poses. They did the same thing, but. <laughs> Cassidy half-assed it, so he couldn't really hold up Martina entirely, and Martina was like, oh, fu- what the fuck are you doing? And they like, just both kind of, they both just kind of fell. They just bailed on it, they were like, eh. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, uh... uh... <laughs> yeah, so J- Janela, Janela and Cassidy start this match off. Cassidy's uh, a... This isn't your normal, quiet, normal Orange Cassidy. Oh, no. This is loud Jersey accent Orange Cassidy. Which I love. I'm so... Did, have you ever... Have you... Please tell me... Please have tell me you've seen the video of uh Orange Cassidy at DJ's in Belmar. I have not. Oh my fucking god, Zach! It's so funny. So he, <laughs> it's just like it's just like a random like news outlet just like interviewing him, and he was just like partying at DJ's, but like for some reason he just has a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. Hold on, continue. I'm, okay, I'm, gonna, so, I'm gonna look this up and send it to you. So continue. this version of Cassidy still wrestles the same, but he talks a lot and it's in a loud Jersey accent. So, match starts off, Cassidy's like, I'm gonna go after you, Joey, and then when Joey flops to the floor, Cassidy just casually walks over to him, puts him in like a half-ass side headlock, signature thumbs up, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, come on, Joey, you gonna tap out! You gonna tap out, Joey! And I was like, <laughs> Joey like just very slowly walks him to the ropes, Irish whips him. Cassidy rebounds very slowly, borderline walking. <laughs> Instead of running. Uh, and while he's doing this, Joey keeps trying to do like the classic wrestling moves, like in reaction, like, you know, like leapfrogging over him, dropping down in front of him to trip him up, but like he can't get the timing right because Cassidy is just 
slothfully walking around everywhere. And then we get to the point where uh, Joey does the leapfrog, as I said, and Cassie just, like, crawls between his legs after he's, like, jumping up and down so many times. Yeah. And (laughs) at this point... Janelle's like, okay, fuck this. And he's like, he's like, Ford, get in here. You do it. You you go after him. I I'm d i am I can not figure it out. So Ford gets into the ring. Uh <laughs> and Cassidy uh very lazily shoulder blocks her, but he doesn't take her to the ground. So she runs the ropes and surprisingly full on shoulder tackles into the ground. Because he was like he shoulder tackled her like bare like, you know, the OC one where he kinda just like goes, eh. Yeah, and she didn't go down, and he was like, "What? What? How did you not? You do it?" And she was like, "Okay," and then she just just wrecks him. <laughs> Look, he's like, "Ow!" <laughs> just on the ground, just fucking takes him to the ground. <laughs> and then while he's on the ground, Penelope starts running the ropes and like leapfrogging over him. But OC doesn't like get up; he just kind of keeps rolling back and forth, mm-hmm. lays until, there uh, until eventually he just lays there with his feet crossed. <laughs> And at this point, Joey's like, oh, this is, he's like, oh my god, he's like, get over here. They tag him, he's like, this is ridiculous. And I remember commenting with Terry, was like, if Joey Janela is saying this is ridiculous, you would definitely know that he is, <laughs> that we so are in ridiculous. Re- yeah. Yeah, we are, ter- we are in wild territory here now. So him and Ford walk over, pick Cassie up to his feet, they Irish him together and go for a double clothesline. But instead of interacting with them in any way possible, he just sidewalks around them and tags in Martina. <laughs> He just fucking walks away. They throw him into the ropes, and instead of running the ropes, he like bounces off the ropes, and he's just like do 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 do, and just strolls around them. Yeah. And my god, if we if we were talking about how Martina, and my god, Martina definitely lives up to our reputation as the party girl because she gets this party started with a bang. The moment she gets to the ring, she wipes out Janella and four with a double spear. I was like, yep. oh shit, that was that was. That was an aggressive spear, okay. So they roll the outside, get into position for the suicide dive, because Martina's not running the ropes, but she keeps doing it over and over again, like she's powering up. And she eventually runs out of steam and just falls to her knees in the middle of the ring as Janelle and Ford are like, saying like, oh, come on, hit us already. We're standing here. (laughs) Things are dire. She can't get up. She's exhausted. Cassidy then rolls to the ring with a beer, hands it to Martina. She drinks some of it. Like Popeye the Sailor Man goddess on dating, because I feel like no one's gonna. Some people won't know what that is. She powers up, <laughs> runs the ropes, suicide dives into Ford Janela. Just yeah, like that. The just like the load up. What just her just like going running out of battery basically, and then Cassidy oh. just like perfectly timed, just like rolls in the ring with a be- with a beer, and he's like, "Here you go." <laughs> it was amazing. Chucks Janella back to the ring. With him in the ring, she starts to hype up her next move, but Ford chops her in the chest to, sh- to stop her. And then Cassidy <laughs> yells, Ah! And he goes to hit Ford, but Ford boots him in the gut, and he's like, Oh, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after this, now Cassidy and Janella are laying in, like, the opposite corner from each other. Like, and Ford then yells, Suck it! And she... <laughs> and Martina then forms her in the chest. So this then causes them to casually, uh, this causes them to swing and duck at each other's strikes. And then they lock arms and do like a do do spin around the middle of this ring. <laughs> but they just kind of keep going. Yep, swing your partner round and round. Eventually they both let go more like run. More like swing your partner round and 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 round. The fuck? I'm sorry, I just thought the sponging. It's like 10,000 years later. They let go. Literally. 
They both run at their partners, though, and not their opponents. So they stop as both Cassie and Jill are like, No! Like, don't stop! And they're like, Oh, okay. They both turn around, sprint past each other, Bronco Buster, the correct opponent. But Martina gets a little too into it, and Joey's like, Oh my god, get her off of me! Like, she's like... She's full-on going in, going in here, and Ford eventually sees this and hears her boyfriend screaming for help. So she turns around and clumps her over the back and stop, stops the Bronco Buster. And as Ford is beating down on Martina, Cassie like casually just spins around and slaps her across the face. I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? So recovering from this slap, Ford retreats to a corner and Cassie goes to the opposite one. He goes like, bang, bang, boom, boom, baby. <laughs> he struts over to Ford in the corner Jumps, like, does, like a, like, a standing jumping splash, but she just walks out of the way, so he hits nothing but corner. <laughs> and then she she struts over the other side. Goes, I'm a bad, bad girl. Hand springs into the opposite Penel- corner. Oh, no, sorry, not yet. Hand springs to the opposite corner, hits Cassie with a jumping back elbow, as Ford is known for doing. But then Martina throws Ford out of the ring, and she's attacked behind from behind by Janela, who throws... <laughs> who is thrown from one opposite corner to the other. And he does try to follow up this uh, throwing Martina from corner to corner with a running strike, but Martina moves out of the way by throwing Janelle into the corner. And then, like, an exact... I can't even say this with a fucking straight face. Like Ford, (laughs) Martina goes, I'm a bad, bad girl, and does what I can only be described as a drunker, sloppier version of what Ford did. (laughs) She... Tries to handspring, can't do it. Cartwheel does a standing cartwheel. Tries to flip over, gets stuck. <laughs> Eventually gets like like flips back around, hits a very weak back elbow of Janella. Janella goes, "What the fuck was that?" And he knocks her to the floor with the strike. <laughs> I was dying at this point. I it was, was like, really I... good. Like session session bots attempt to just do the handspring was so funny. So oh my god. Good. It's fucking so dying. For a fucking Janela playing the straight guy here, I'm like, what the fuck is happening in this match right now? <laughs> so, so and then in the line of the night, Janela goes, they say you have 48 kids now. Well, I'm going to beat you, and then I'm going to eat your kids. <laughs> Just out like, of fucking... What was, like, what was that, Janela? Where did that sit? Like, like the first, like the first insult I get because you're in the middle of a wrestling match. What was that second one out of nowhere? I don't even. Uh, it sounded like he got caught and from? was just trying to think of what could I say to get the crowd to boo or react. He's like, "I'm gonna eat your kids," which the crowd does boo and go, "Oh, what the fuck, dude!" <laughs> so he finished this, closed Martina over the back. Martina starts to mount a bit of a comeback here by when she lays in several heavy chops to Joey's chest. Then Joey overhead elbows her on the top of the head. Tags Ford in, announces it's time for the hot tag. He's like, come on, get hot. So the crowd, to their credit, do. They start going like, <laughs> full on clapping, like getting into this. It's fucking awesome. I love this crowd. And together, yeah. Ford and Janela, Irish with Martina. <laughs> Martina, she keeps running the ropes and ducking under them. So the two of them are like, all right, you know what? Together, we will stop her. So Joey gets in front. Ford gets right behind her. So they're standing like, Instead of being a side to side, they're front and back, and Martina just crawls through their legs and tags in Cassidy, the hot tag, if you will. I just love, I just love how like 
they're just outsmarting them. It's really good. Like it's they, just really funny how they just keep messing with them. It's stupid. With the minimal ways. effort and the simplest logic, you, you too can out wrestle a tag t- uh, established tag team of wrestlers. With an, yeah, with enough with that's the that's the the gimmick of comedy wrestling, right? If you get ridiculous enough, you can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. So. After she tags in Cassidy, Cassidy unleashes a flurry of seemingly ineffective strikes that Ford and Janela sell about as much as they as they can. Like he's like kicks them, they're like oh, like collapsing over. It's like if you ever seen them, this oh, it's gonna, I'm gonna sound even older now. You know the action clip where the guy gets shot and he goes ah ah, and he's like flying around the room like grabbing stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I think so. It's ridiculous. That's basically like Ford and Janela are like selling these hits like. <laughs> they're actual hits but oh, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. but slowly but surely they start to go like okay this isn't really this isn't really doing as much as he thinks he's doing and Cass is like oh that was a great success let's fucking do this he turns around cheers yeah turns around Joey super kicks him in the face yeah Cass just being like yeah I fucking nailed that one <laughs> I think that's like the only time I've seen Orrin Cassidy hit his entire hot tag like kicks and actually hit them I think he actually did well <laughs> Almost all the other times his foot gets stopped or they, they do something to stop him. True. So, bless her heart after this. Martina takes a swig of beer, gets hyped, and tries to help Cassidy, but she just ends up tripping over herself and falling over onto him. <laughs> she got too drunk and fell over. So, the two of them are down, and Joey's like, time for a double stop, and a, a double double stop in honor of his friend Loki. <laughs> And then I think he made a joke here. He was like, but I'm gonna sh- I'll actually show up to my matches. I think I ripped him or something for Loki. This- I don't know when this match happened. Damn. I just assume it's a rip. So any- or maybe it's just a joke. Oh, whatever. He clowned on Loki. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Unfortunately, though, the two of them both missed their double stomp onto Cassidy and Martina. But then they both... But then as they, like, land onto nothing, the two of them, like, stumble forward, as you do. But they headbutt each other in the face. So, this gives Cassie a moment to actually get himself his OJ and Martina her, her, a chance for her to get her beer. And together they both cheer, take a swig of their respective drink, and then are quickly kicked in the gut by Ford and Janela the moment they put their drinks down. Yep. Janela's like, him and Ford are going to hit Martina with their version of a doomsday device. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ford, like, Joey gets Martina up on his shoulders. Ford goes to the top rope. She jumps off. Martina ducks her. And then uses the momentum to, like, victory roll Janela. Mm-hmm. But Janela kicks out. And as the two of them are recuperating, Martina gets up and she goes to spit beer in Joey's face. But he ducks it and Ford gets a face full of beer. And as Joey is like, ha, I've avoided danger, Orange Cassidy spits orange juice in his face. And God bless the two of their hearts. Because the two du- of them are like... A double hit. The two of them sold this so, bang. like, the double miss... Janelle was, like, screaming in pain. Like, he just had, like, lemon juice just spray into his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, lemon juice? I think you mean orange juice. I had to make a comparison to orange juice as a citrus, but I the lemon was all I had. What do you want, grapefruit? Why? But why are you making a comparison to lemon juice when it's literally lemon... actually fully orange juice? Because lemon juice stings when you get in your eyes. So does orange juice, I would imagine. It's also citrus. I, I wouldn't know. I've never gotten orange juice in my eyes before. <laughs> I would imagine it wouldn't feel good. You know, usually when you don't, getting anything in your eye doesn't feel good. Even I mean, if it's just like, if it's even like, if it's just like water, it doesn't feel good, right? Like, I, I mean, don't, true, I don't true. know. I feel, I feel like it just would, would, it wouldn't feel great. True, true, fair enough. 
So as these two are screaming and pain on the floor, Cassidy gestures towards Martina like he does like the finger point. Martina goes into her drawers and pulls out a condom and stretches it over her hand because it ain't a party without a condom apparently. Yeah, like Socko. She's got it on her hand. She sprints it forward in Joey and Joey ends up getting it rammed in his mouth but then he like doubles down and bites her hand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like a you fucked up champ would have been appropriate here. Yes. And as Martina is screaming in pain, in comes Cassidy to help, but Janela sees this, and because he's like big brain, the only guy in this match who has any idea what the hell is going on, kind of, he takes the condom hand out of his mouth and shoves it into Cassidy's mouth, and then spinning back fists Cassidy in the face. Which was a, which was a great spot, I think, altogether. It was. It was a, and then once that is done, he instantly shoves the condom hand back into Martina's own mouth and super kicks it into her mouth. However, Fucking Cassidy God. gets up and boots Joey in the gut and then loudly announces, Canadian Destroyer! And, he... and then does the world's <laughs> slowest Canadian Destroyer. I love this move so much. Because like I said, it's the slowest one ever. So like they slowly turn around. Like Joey slowly flips around. And then like Joey hits his head on the ground very slowly, but he sells it like it was a full momentum Canadian Destroyer. Like full was- lawn dart. It was so crazy how they did that Canadian Destroyer so slowly, yet Janela was still able to sell it like he actually got hit with a Canadian Destroyer. It was wild. It was like, it was just like so weird how it was just like, oh, look at them doing this slow Canadian Destroyer, how funny. And then all of a sudden, Janela was just like on his head like, oh, and selling it really, really good. I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? I <laughs> Where did that just it. come from? <laughs> I love it. So, as Cassie is reveling in the crowd's cheers, because of course the crowd popped for this, because why not? I would. You can see, like, Ford getting up on the top rope behind him. And the instant he turns around, she crossbodies him, and then suddenly just wins the match. Yeah, completely out of nowhere. Little anticlimactic, in my opinion. I agree, but, like, also, I don't think it was bad. This match was, was a blast, and it was just... Like, start to finish, hilarious. I, so, uh, Mikey, whenever I watch matches, I try not to watch it when I'm tired, because when I'm tired, I tend to find that I enjoy wrestling less at mm-hmm. points. I was tired when I watched this match, because I was like, this match can't make me in a bad mood. And this match, despite the fact that almost every time I do this, I get mad, this match kept me in a good mood when I finished it. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I'm still happy. Yeah. This was a good one. It was just, it, it's, this is why I love comedy matches because they're just fun, right? Like they're like you don't gotta worry about knowing a story going in. You don't gotta worry about like what like what crazy what spots they're calling back to. You know, like you don't gotta worry about any of that. It is just fun. Turn your brain off and enjoy people being silly and having a good time together in the ring, right? Like it's very. I feel like comedy wrestling is just very wholesome for that reason because it's just. It just feels, instead of it being like a fight, it just feels like a bunch of people having a good time together. Agreed. Uh, so, what are you going to give this match? I'm giving this one a high meh, I think. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't think it got that markout territory for me, because like you said, that ending was kind of like, eh. So, but like, I, I think I'll still give it a high meh. I still really enjoyed it. It made me laugh on more than one occasion, and I was into it basically the whole time. So, yeah. Uh, I think I'm actually going to be bold and give it the mark out, only because, like I said, like I, 
I almost never am in a good mood if I watch a match tired. And this match, I still felt it. So for that, I shall it shall earn my markout rank upon it. Nice, nice. Yeah, you don't give out markouts lightly. So that's a that's a big that's a big step there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I was really into this one. So. Uh, usually this is where we would give you a preview of the matches we're watching next week. However, next week we have a very special episode with a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Zach, do we want to tell the people or do we want to tease it a little bit? Do we want to, we want to, we want to let them, let them get there themselves. I think, I think we, I think we, uh, surprise them. What do you think? You want to surprise them? Ooh, I'm down for a surprise. Yeah, you know, surprise them, maybe set out, let out a little bit of promo here and there on Twitter. So they can go follow us over at Indie Waters on Twitter, uh, and you can also follow us on. Uh, you can also follow the Countout Network uh, Twitter at Countout Pod if you want to see some teases for these matches, uh, stuff like that. You know, uh, I... and and maybe maybe you can find out who we're who we're uh, going to be talking to next week on our special episode of Independent Waters. We're we're very excited. Yes, uh, we're stoked about this. Uh, this is a. Uh, very cool. It seems like a very cool person, uh, and a very uh, I'll you know, I'll give him this. Very cool person, but very heel. That's it. Uh, hey. uh, and we are very excited to get them on the show. Uh, and I cannot wait for next week. Uh, for you to all hear, uh, our to all hear the this episode with our special guest. Uh, mm-hmm. we haven't had we haven't we haven't done a, a special guest episode in a while, so I'm I'm stoked for it. Uh, and I can't wait. I'm, uh, yeah, pretty much can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so Zach, uh, since there's no previews for next week, why don't you take us to the plugs? Oh, baby. Let's see how I go. Let's see. Watch me whirl. As Mikey said, follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod or our new Twitter, uh, at Indie Waters. Am I right about that? Yes. Indie, at Indie Waters. Yes. At Indie Waters. Uh, if you want more of the network in general, you can go to our website, CountOutPod.com where you can find all of our podcasts that we have on the network, such as Ring Post Radio, How to Talk to Friends About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, uh, Pure. Uh, what's the other? Am I missing? There's one, there's one other one I'm missing. Uh, we have we have a new show here on the Canada Network uh, called Okada Shorts. It is a New Japan uh, New Japan wrestling podcast uh, where Ra- where our friends Rafe and Curtis talk about New Japan and why they love New Japan and uh, all things New Japan and, of course, how cool Okada Shorts are. Uh, and that, <laughs> I believe that, I believe, uh, you can go, you can go check out the rest of our stuff, uh, on our website, canoutpod.com, uh, if you want to see everything to do awesome. with the store there. Also, uh, if you want to support this podcast, support me and Zach, support the Canout Network in general, you can go buy the first ever Independent Waters t-shirt over on canoutpod.com slash store. We have an awesome new Indie Waters t-shirt up there. We would love it, love it, love it if you can go check that out and buy one for yourself. Uh, to to rep rep the the this indie wrestling podcast that we love doing so much for you guys, mm-hmm. um, it's a good one. Yeah, uh, and and we still have a few slots left for that special ten dollar off deal. So get in on it quick. As of recording, that is. I don't know if it's going to be as of release, but as of we're as Got of it. recording, we have a few we have a few slots left, uh, and I have a feeling they'll still be here uh, when this episode goes live, which is obviously right now because you're listening to it. Uh, so go to the go to countoutpod.com slash store and uh, get that ten dollar off discount for your indie water shirt. Uh, be one of the first to get it and uh, get rewarded. Yeah, uh, and I believe that about covers it for the plug. Zach, you got anything? No. As per usual, so that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
So never stop exploring. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon see you at the shows